guys what's going on this is your man Gerard Kenner thank you for checking out the podcast it's supposed to be different podcast and uh this is actually episode 57 accountability is like kryptonite yeah. uh featuring a very interesting <laughs> guest uh her name is Shelly R. Warren um she has <laughs> she's a uh a, a relate what you said a relationship coach so and, I'm, a, um, I'm a marriage life coach um, and I specialize on reconciling divorces, actually. And then I'm oh, a relationship really? writer. Yeah. Because the Bible encourages that. And then I am also a doula, which is like we were discussing earlier. It's a midwife assistant, basically. Mm-hmm. A birthing right. assistant. So, so Shelly, let's let's get into this. Um, All right. Before we actually get into it, well, let's let's talk about you for a sec. Like, what made what made you say, "Hey, I want to"? In, in reference to relationships, you know, okay. what I'm saying usually we hear the story of, you know, you you do the thing that pains you the most, or like not like it may mm-hmm. not hurt you directly, but mm-hmm. you see like a need. Like in my case, I went through a bunch of hell with my ex-wife, mm-hmm. and I've been went through a bunch of stuff with like other exes. Mm-hmm. I was like, man, I don't want nobody to go through this. <laughs> so I decided to, you know what I'm saying, do my podcast, and then eventually I wrote a book, but I was always making music mm-hmm. to help people make wiser decisions. So, but for you, um, what 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 made you want to pick this uh, type of calling, or, what, or did the calling pick you? And Okay, layers to that. So, how do I say this in like three minutes or less? My parents <laughs> had no business being together. Um, wow. A lot of times people say that's a controversial topic, like, well, clearly they were because you mm-hmm. were here. But I think a lot of times we don't right. realize God when it comes to the power of choice. Just because God allows mm-hmm. things, mm-hmm. that doesn't always mean that was his perfect will, right? And sometimes the children that exactly. are birthed out of their parents' foolishness helps to correct the foolishness. But I'm very confident mm-hmm. knowing my parents had no business being together. They were married. They still had no business being together. And my wow. mom is now on her third marriage. Um, my parents oh, my. divorced when I was three. My dad, because of his oh, own wow. childhood trauma, was an off and on substance abuser all his life, but a functional one. There was mm-hmm. a period in time when wow. he was working for the state and was still doing coke. He was very functional. Oh, wow. Um, yeah. Committed suicide. So he was a functional... Uh, what? Yeah, my dad died a couple months before I turned 40. So. Oh, wow. I'm so sorry. Thank you. Good grief. Um, so that's one side. My family, my mother and my brother and her husband of over 20 years now, they all live in South Africa. I live here. So I think what. Tri- they moved to Africa. They did. My mom uh, is so much to the story. My mom used to mar- manage take six back in the day. She produced a project that took her to South Africa. She stayed in South Africa. My brother was a musician in Nashville. He went over there to record a project. He got signed by Universal and he stayed. But like that would be a whole other podcast. Okay, so the thing Yeah, I, yeah, yeah, definitely. I, I need think, you on as a guest again. <laughs> I got I, questions. I think the thing that tickles people is I work so much in relationships, but I am not married and I have no children. So, and never been I married. I would have never 
thought that. Exactly. I would have never thought that, though. Exactly. So, Because, like, the way... Yeah, <laughs> you, you be talking good. I'm like, okay. So, I think I am the answer to the generational curse. There's a few in my family. But a mm. major one yeah, is yeah. the first marriage didn't work. The second, third, or my grandmother was married. My paternal grandmother was married six times. The last one sticked. Yeah, that is, that's a curse. Yes, that's indeed. A curse. The last one sticked, like my mom. She's married twice before this man, mm-hmm. and now she's been married 20 years. So I feel mm-hmm. like I'm here to correct that. So there's sometimes people will say to me, wow. well, what if you never get married? Well, I still never got divorced, right? If I, if I die never getting divorced, uh-huh. I still broke the curse. The interesting thing well, about Technically, my, yeah, you're right. The interesting thing about my name is my mom said when she was carrying me, she decided if I was a boy or a girl, she was going to name me Ryan regardless. Ryan means little leader. She said when I came out, the guy said name was Shelly. And I was like, well, why the guy say that? She was like, I don't know. Well, fast forward into my 30s. Mm-hmm. I was walking in the mall one Sabbath. And this Israeli said to me, because I'm real big on Hebrew culture. Um, this okay. Israeli said to me, well, you're pretty. What's your name? And I said, Shelly. And she said, oh, you have a Hebrew name. Mm-hmm. And I said, Shelly. Oh. Shelly Hebrew. And she you're said, good. your name the means your name means mind belonging it's to me. Your name is me. It means mind belonging wow. to me. You belong to God. Um, a couple of years mm-hmm. before her, there was a news story that came out that they think they really they found out when Christ's birthday really was, which was June 17. My birthday is June 17. Really? So what I've realized is what God was telling my mom is she's a covenant child. And God allowed me to be mm-hmm. birthed mm-hmm. in order to restore covenant. So what I tell people often about their purpose is you should be able to define your purpose in three words or three phrases. And my purpose is sex, marriage, and the Sabbath. I talk about sex, marriage, and the Sabbath all the time. And those are three things that the church is horrible at. Sex, marriage, and the Sabbath. They suck at it. Sex, marriage, and the Sabbath. Um, And those are all very strong. I'm listening. So that's kind of me in a nutshell. That so, is so, interesting. That's why I'm a relationship writer. That's why I'm a sex writer. I spent nine years touring mm-hmm. with a ministry that got people out of porn called Triple X Church. Everything about my life. What? So I've far, heard of that. Yep. I've I heard of Triple X Church. They, they, they're the guys that do the, the porno puppet. Oh, that's man. Exactly me and my friends would die right. laughing. That's exactly right. <laughs> um, I have two books. Oh, I man. write Relevant Magazine. Everything about my life has oh, to do wow. with Covenant. Everything. So that's me in a nutshell. I that's, mean, like a short, short version. As far as me and surely, children. Yeah, that is a short version. Um, okay. Whenever people say, do you have kids? I say I'm the mother of four aborted kids. From 93 to 99, I had four abortions. They're all named. Wow. Um, there's Damien. There's Ava. There's Nasia. There's Solomon. And uh, when I used to write for Relevant, I wrote an article called Mission Aborted. And one of the main things I said in it is when you rob someone of their purpose, you need to live out their purpose for the rest of your life. So all my children have names with purpose, right? So Damien means to tame. Ava means life. Nasha means, Nasia mm-hmm. means miracle of life. And Solomon means peaceful. 
So I wake up every day and I'm like, I robbed you all of your purpose because of pain, trauma, fear, lots of stuff. But yeah. I try to wake up every day yeah. and live a part of their purpose in their honor. So that ties into the mm-hmm. doula thing. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like, I was a scared young woman when I was getting pregnant. So initially I mm-hmm. also used to be a teen mom director. So I was helping teens birth babies. So that ties into oh, everything. Wow. Wow. That's that's And the marriage life coach yeah. thing is because I'm sick of people getting divorced. So I'm just very aggressive Man. about that. <laughs> so you really just like, all right, all right, Satan, I'm not going to just let you Right. You know what I'm saying? Sit here and twiddle my thumbs and just let you destroy stuff. Right. That's good. That's my good. My mom said so, when so I was born, they thought I was brain dead. Oh, my mom said when I was born, what? they thought I was brain dead. Mm-hmm. And she had, she went old school. She had the elders come in and anoint me. And she was like, you've been, you and yeah. one of her quotes is, Satan doesn't like all of us, but Satan hates certain ones specifically. And you're one of them. Like he hates oh, yeah. you. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. Like, yeah. They could tell. Yeah, yeah. yeah I always believe yeah. that they can. They 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 could tell certain people is like, no, all y'all got a purpose, but it's certain ones where it's like, you're gonna be the one that's gonna wake the people up. The calling is great, right? And it, right. yeah, yeah. So let's let's go ahead and get into the whole thing concerning accountability. Is like kryptonite. Okay. Um, I'm gonna start off like this. Um, I'm gonna pull this up. So I have an ex girlfriend, mm-hmm. and um. I'm gonna tell this story. I've told this story before, and I told it on like in two, like a few different ways. One way was like this is what she did. One way was like I was goofy, <laughs> right? And so um, I'm on Facebook, and you know how it says, "Oh, for people you may know," because we're not friends, right? Mm-hmm. So it, for some reason she showed up, and I was like, "Oh, okay." So took it upon myself. I look at her page, I was like, "Well, what's you know what I'm saying? What's going on?" Some things I know because. My homeboy might tell me, which is hilarious, like, because he's a photographer. That's a whole other story. So, <laughs> but I'm on there and she has a podcast. And I was like, oh, okay, that's interesting. Because, well, when we were dating, at one point she was like writing messages to help women. And I was like, okay, cool. Mm-hmm. But then her baby daddy felt some type of way about it and she just backtracked. And I was like, mm-hmm. Okay, that's that's a bit weird. So she she backtracked, and I was like, man. So, but in any case, make a long story short, concerning her pod. So I'm listening to her podcast, and she's telling the story about her now ex husband, which he was initially her baby daddy, and her other baby daddy. Mm-hmm. And she was like, well, I'm trying to figure out what's wrong with me, and how come I'm not good enough for these type of people. And I'm like listening to it. I'm like. You're not telling the whole story, bro. <laughs> like you're you're saying what these people did, but you're. I said, and I, I was telling my, my homeboy about it, my best friend. I said, because he knows her. Like mm-hmm. it's, it's a long story. I don't know which podcast is on, but I share that story. But I said, even before I moved to Kentucky, I mean, moved to Texas, she was messing with this dude, mm-hmm. and her ex-husband was actually married to a whole other woman when he was messing with my ex-girlfriend mm-hmm. i'm like you didn't even tell that part mm-hmm. and, you're, and, 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 and so and so i was and i saw so i was i said like, i said like, even if you never mentioned me which is cool 
that don't bother me. I'm like, but at least tell the story where you say, oh, he was married when I was messed with him and people told me not to mess with him and I still did it anyways. Like, at, le- at least tell that part, please. You know what I'm saying? And then she um, was um, talking about her other baby daddy. And uh, I saw a video before and I was like, this dude is not. And she's actually a really pretty girl. She's, uh, she's Puerto Rican. She's from the island. So uh, in my case, what, what messed me up was that you know how like the enemy give you a counterfeit and it's like oh this is exactly yeah. what you want oh yeah I got you and she, she fit that she was from the island like she was born and raised on the island mm-hmm. moved here to the states when she was 19 Texas was the first state she ever been to in her life right so when I met her I was like oh my god I need to, who is this chick I hope I get a chance to talk to her and she added me on Facebook and I was like oh, okay god so I'm like praying and all this other stuff and we you know what I'm saying we start chopping it up and da 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 and you know what I'm saying our bishop God rest his soul he passed like 2017 mm-hmm. um he saw me like walking with her one time I was like I need to hook them two up but see he knew her story mm-hmm. he knew what was going on with her and he knew me well enough to be like okay he had like I could say that like you got some people that just observe and then you got people that have like a, the gift of uh, discerning of you know what I'm saying spirits good and evil mm-hmm. so it was like those things going on so he saw so he saw me and if anything I'll we'll go we'll lean more towards the observing part mm-hmm. he saw me enough to be like okay that's a good dude I'm gonna try to get them together but he didn't even know we were dating <laughs> we were actually dating at that time. So anyway, she didn't share none of that part in her stuff. She was more like, this is what he did, this da 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 And I was like, but why didn't you tell the part about, here's where I messed up. Mm-hmm. He's a married man. I knew he was a married man. I wanted to be with him because he fit some certain type of blah, blah. Mm-hmm. None of that was mentioned. Mm-hmm. That's what I was like, even if you don't even mention the part about you cheating on me and going back to this dude, or... Even if you don't mention the part about you basically emotionally cheating on this dude with me because you was like, oh, I messed up, blah, 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 blah. At least if you're trying to help people, tell the truth. <laughs> That's what I was like. I was like, don't admit. I'm like, you omitting things is not going to help. So, But That's you got to tell yourself like, the truth said, first, right? Yeah, no, you're right, and and, and I'm gl- and Shelly, I'm so glad that you said that because I literally say that in uh, on my uh, on my uh, IG story. I said you can't completely help others when you're omitting the truth. Mm-hmm. Don't leave out the fact that your bad decisions. So, but let me see. Oh, this is where it is. I say, for some of us, it's going to take a minute to come to that conclusion, but it's going to take some serious soul searching, repenting, accepting correction, and desiring to be mature. So basically, you got to yeah. It coincides with what you're saying. You got to come to a point where you're like, man, no, nah, that was, I made a bad decision. And so <laughs> for, for years, Shelly, I blamed my ex-wife for getting kicked out the military. And I shared this story before publicly. I got kicked out for domestic violence. I did <laughs> not jump on my ex-wife. It was actually the complete opposite. <laughs> but she lied on me. I was mm-hmm. in the state of Kentucky. She jumped on me and I was trying to defend myself and I mm-hmm. felt bad just for defending myself because that wasn't mm-hmm. the first time she jumped on me. Mm-hmm. She jumped on me before, before we got married. Mm-hmm. And so my little goofy self married was like, her oh, anyway. I, mm-hmm. she got it. Mm-hmm. married her anyways, had the kid, you know what I'm saying, thinking the kid was mine and all this other stuff and then I get wow. kicked out. And so for years, <laughs> I blamed her for that. Mm-hmm. I was like, it's your fault that I got kicked out. And, but it wasn't, and this is even after I rededicate, because I was in a backslidden state when mm-hmm. I met my ex-wife. Mm-hmm. Right? So, you know, um, what happened? So, 
years later, I'm like close to like my 30s now. And I had just got to a point where I was like, bro, you can't blame her when you had all these people telling you not to fool with her. In the first place. <laughs> I was like, you had. In the first place. I was like, Gerard, you had your NCOs, your NCOICs. Your, her dad didn't even like you for some strange reason. And you're a stand-up dude. But her, that should have told you. Her mama didn't like you and they didn't even know you. That's like that's, that gave you everything. Random people on the street. Random people I don't even remember in the military. I, I ex-girlfriend even was like, bro, what are you doing? Even my mom was like, Gerard, you don't have to. Everybody was telling me you don't have to do it. So are you so you I'm don't a, have to, but I'm gonna try to say this the cleaned up way. Cause you know I don't okay. have much of a filter. So were you sprung? No, no. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Were you No. Okay. No, 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 no. That really wasn't no, because like before I rededicated my life back to Christ, there was infidelity on my end too, right? I was like, oh, you want to wild out? Bet. I was like, bet, me too. But even in that, even in that, I can't blame her because I was like, that was a choice. I didn't have to cheat. I just I did it to feel better. Okay. You know what I'm saying? I was like, I can't even, can't even put that on her. But you get what I mean by sprung, right? Were you whipped? No, no, no. I get no. No, okay. here was as far as me trying to stay with her and all that good yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah, no. yeah, yeah. I was, I was, I was wrestling a word curse. Mm. The word curse as a kid was you're just like your dad. Mm. That's okay. my biological father. Okay. So me and my sister, we came from my mama. Then I got two, um, two half brothers from two different women, mm. but I'm the oldest. Okay. So for the most part, he didn't really take care of none of us anybody so mm. whenever things went wrong yeah yeah and so whenever things went wrong or things went awry between like with just me and my and with my case my own personal life or something dealing with ac- academics my mother was like you're just like your dad you're so smart but you don't apply yourself but i took that like not at that level it was he beat my mom he okay. cheated on my mom okay. he ain't taking care of us as a kid i kept rehearsing these yeah. things in my head because that was yeah. the first time she said stuff like that so now that i'm 19 20 years old i'm like now i can show that i'm not like my dad mm-hmm. and so in my book i said i did the wrong i did the right thing but with the wrong person mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying so basically i was trying to do something honorable with somebody that didn't understand honor and then on top of that i wasn't even healed i was still hurt so th- that was the real reason why i married my ex-wife it was literally because of the kid. Because, like, we broke when we were engaged. I was like, oh, you tripping. And I broke up with her. I started dating different people or whatever. But, you know, when her when her son came, you know, was born, I was like, yo, let me try to make this work. You know what I'm saying? I was just, just off the strength of him. Let me try to make this work. Let me be a good dad. Let me be a good husband. Let me be an example to him. And, and still, I was still wrestling with the I don't want to be, like, my biological father and it's truth be told my, my stepdad did the same thing abused my mom cheated on my mom he got a he got a son right now he's like 20 something so my mom dealt with it twice and i was like nah man i can't i can't i can't be that dude and my ex-wife knew that so yeah so um i don't know how oh, we got right. into that you, 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 <laughs> but, you said something real slick um, that i want to go back to um okay the child you thought was yours that wasn't. So how long did it take for you to find out that it wasn't? I didn't find out until he was seven. He was born in 2004. 
I didn't find out till 2011. It was like two years after our divorce. Um, my ex-wife decided to go into a same-sex marriage, and I was like, all right. Wow. And so she said, uh, I want you to sign over. Your- yeah. Yeah. It was weird. She was like telling me, she's like, you're gay. I was like, where is that coming from? Like, what are you doing? But I didn't, but see, I didn't understand that people were projecting. When somebody and, is hurt or dealing just, with their own well, stuff, they'll project bad, onto you. But if, if she... Don't you think it's interesting, you know, kind of circling back to accountability so we stay there. Isn't mm-hmm. it interesting that even when mm-hmm. we see in movies or television, if a man hits a woman, it's off the chain. But a woman can slap a man oh, yeah. in the face, push him, throw water on him, and yeah. we act like it's nothing. Yeah. So it's like we're conditioned right. to think it's okay for a woman to abuse a man. So what I took exactly. away from your ex is she didn't like me. Well, so here's the thing with that, probably, and it probably stems back to her childhood. She told me as a kid, and I blame her mom, Mm -hmm. she told me as a kid that when she was like 12 or something like that, her mother's second husband, Mm -hmm. his son raped her. Mm -hmm. Now, the weird thing is that my wife is known for lying. Like, I know she's a liar, but... I really believed her. I was like, nah, she's telling the truth. Mm-hmm. I, it was, But she said my mom didn't believe me. I was like, oh, man, okay. But it, it bothered me. And I was like, so she had that. And who knows what other different things she was dealing with. That's something my mom kept telling me. She's like, find out somebody's background history before you start. Yeah, and she told yeah, me that yeah. for years as a kid. Yeah. She told me that for years. And I still didn't. You know what I'm saying? I was like, dang, bro. But... You know, and her mom and dad, they weren't in the, uh, they weren't, you know, what I'm obviously they weren't together anymore, neither. So it was just a lot of different stuff going on. And she was dating some dude that was on track to go into the NFL or something like that. And that didn't work out. So that's her son's, that's her mm-hmm. son's dad. That's the actual father. And it, mm-hmm. it was just, it's, yeah, that's the actual father. He won't claim him because he quote unquote doesn't look like him. So I'm like, Oh, what were you doing? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Child. For my man to really, but she had strong genes. Yeah, so, and he didn't ask for that. That, no, that little boy, he's, he's 17 victim. years old now. He's a victim. Yeah, he didn't ask for that. He didn't ask for it. And then she has uh, two other kids by some married dude. I was like, Lord Jesus. So then after that, yeah, it was a lot of stuff, Shelly. It was a lot of stuff. So, but for the most part, I think... I would, man, I, I would argue and say she has a bittersweet relation when it comes to men. Well, if, the, if I were to say that. What's if the I sweet part? I don't see anything sweet. What's sweet? I don't know. Sex, probably, I guess. I don't know. I'm not her. I don't know what she's thinking. If, I don't even if, really know what she's doing with her life right now. Uh, have you forgiven her? I really don't. Yeah. Yeah, and it took me, but see, here's the thing. It took me years to do that. I don't think I really got to the point where I really, really, really forgave her. And it wasn't until I met said ex-girlfriend that I went to church with. Like, I started, like, working on my book, writing, and then I started examining my stuff. And that's when I got to the point I was like, oh, man, I can't blame my ex-wife. <laughs> I was like, nah, man, I made I made bad choices, this, that, this, and the third. So, no, I forgave her. I forgave her. But it took me a long time to, like, get to that point of, excuse me, of forgiving her. You know what I'm saying? Because I was just like, it's your fault. You know what I'm saying? I was like, bro, you, nah, I just should have listened to people. 
So that's I, accountability. I'm not dismissing right? the things that she did. Yeah, that's yeah, exactly. And it's not me dismissing what she did. You know what I'm saying? I'm not doing that. But I was like, man, bro, you had too many people telling you to to walk away from that. And I mean, your it's, like the, it's chose like the thing. Everywhere to. you go, there you are. Mm. Mm, you're still dealing with you. It don't matter who yeah. you get with and so where you like, go. You're right. 100%. Yeah. So it's interesting when mm-hmm. I um some of my clients come upon referral, the couples I get, and this one woman, mm-hmm. uh, rich older white woman. So that was already funny uh, because I'm in my thirties okay. and a black couple. Um, but she got referred huh. to me and she said, you know, my husband's a porn addict. He needs to get his life together. And, she, and I listened to her going on a tirade for good five minutes. I said, okay, well, tell me something. What's your flaw? She said, I don't have any. I said, oh, okay. Oh. And then I ended That's up working. That's why your husband sitting there doing pornography right now. Come on now. I ended up working with him for a year. And a lot of the porn was because they were in a sexless marriage. She was bossy as hell. He didn't yep. know how to deal with his trigger yep. or his stress. But it's real deep to hear somebody say, I have no flaws, right? So basically, she didn't know how to be a wife. Most she had the title of a most people go into marriage and they have no idea they have to be a husband or a wife. They don't even know the purpose of marriage. They don't know the purpose of marriage. Disney told you some lies. Rom com told you some lies. And the church didn't teach you well. The church has done a horrible job at teaching marriage. Definitely, definitely, definitely. Um, all you hear is don't mm-hmm. do it, you'll go to hell. There's so much more to sex than that. Sex is dope in the right context. Right. Um, exactly. Single people have it too much, married people don't have it enough. It's a mess. Right. But, but, but uh, okay. So, <laughs> and th- that was, no, I'm glad that you said that. I'm like, I'm like, yo, you would think, now this is, this is, this is the weird thing. Like, me and my ex wife, we had like a lot of sex b- before we were married, mm-hmm. but that's because we were like sneaking. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But it, but I, I I thought something was interesting. She said, she said, "Are we married now? Are we finna have a?" But I was, and I, I never thought about it. It never dawned on me till now that I'm like, she really did say that. But it was like in a good connotation in reference to marriage. She's like, "Are we married now? Are we finna have a bunch of sex?" Mm-hmm. And we did. You know what I'm saying? I was like. That's, there, that's, there, that's something should I had to learn. Sex. I mean, like, there's it, a it channel. Should be the, that should be the case. There's a channel I watch on YouTube, Mediocre Tutorials and Reviews. Are you familiar with him? Mm. Oh, he's a black man uh, of fear. He's a black male sphere guy. Okay. And he played, I, I like him. He okay. played a video. Uh, it was a couple talking and the husband's pissed because mm. they don't have as much sex now. And she said, I mean, we're married. I, I had sex <laughs> to get you. Like, why we need to have all this sex now? Like, girl, what? Bro, that sounds so much like manipulation. It is, but if the but if we're not properly yeah. taught the purpose of sex, you know, like I I have shared yeah. sperm alone, it helps to alleviate headaches, it helps to make menstrual cramps better, it helps to clear up your skin, it's an antidepressant, it can help to grow out your hair. Lord. So I often have this conversation with people. This is kind of like some red pill stuff, but you know how a lot of women be like. Why oh, you're people- interesting. You're way more interesting than I thought. Oh, okay. So people Continue, be like, why do, why do women, men always want to have sex? Well, if a man's supposed to be the provider and sperm provides all those things for you, 
wouldn't God make him be mm. the one that wants to have sex more? Because he's trying to provide the antidepressant and the clear skin and mm. the the less menstrual cramps. You know what I'm saying? But when did we ever hear that in church? Oh. When did we ever we hear don't. like... We won't. Save yourself for your husband and yes, prepare your temple to have lots of sex so he can provide a more better life for you through sex. We don't hear stuff like that. We don't hear stuff like that. I've heard save yourself for marriage. And then we don't, don't hear the bonuses on the back end. And here's the thing. None. Here's the thing. One of my favorite quotes. Hell is truth seen too late. Have you heard that? No. Thomas Hobbes. I think and you just saw my face. Another, another I'm like, quote I like I'm like is, shook right now. Sin. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. I forgot. Wait a minute. Let me say it exactly. <laughs> I have to say, oh, we're not punished for our sins. We're punished by them. So let's let's explore sex a little bit. So we hear, okay, don't have sex until you get married because you'll go to hell. But mm, if you apply, mm, the, if you apply right. the quote, hell is true, seen too late, it kind of takes us back to the Garden of Eden and the tree. If you have sex before marriage, your mm-hmm. eyes will be open to things you're not prepared for yet. Because you're not in the kind of relationship that can prepare you for what you will see. So that's why I tell people all the time, like one of the main things I advise married couples is have a lot of sex. Because there's a scripture mm. in the Bible, 1 Corinthians 6, the message version. Yep. Yep. Says sex is as much of a spiritual mystery as it is a physical fact. There are revelations that are revealed mm-hmm. in marital sex that you don't get anywhere else. So that's why I'm a firm believer. Satan respects sex way more than humans do. Look how much he abuses it. He gets the power of sex. We wow. don't get he the understands power of sex. It. He uses sex for everything. Oh, if he that's didn't a have, word. If he didn't have sex and money, he would be powerless. But we don't respect sex. It's, right. We don't. Like, save the night, we don't. We don't. We, we don't, don't see the You're power right. in it. We don't you know see the benefit funny? in it, the blessing in it, none of that. None. Right. It's it's funny. I I thought about something, Shelly. This was like yeah, a little bit after I broke up with this chick I used to date like almost two years ago. Mm-hmm. And I don't know what happened. Something, I don't know if I was listening to something or something hit me, but I ended up writing a song about it called Selah. Mm. Right? Like we'll be hearing Psalms. And so I have a oh, that's with that real name. So, that's a good no, that, no, 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 that's good though. No, good. Oh, this go. Oh, okay. Look. So I was listening to Pastor Stephen Darby one day. Okay. And he was talking. And so, man, I'm so sad that dude died. Mm. Oh man, I'm sick. I'm just really sad. I remember because I was watching him right before he died. So mm-hmm. I, anyways. So he was talking, I forgot what he was, I think he was talking about like sexual portals or one of those messages. And he said, I, but oh, I'm getting ahead of myself because I'm like, I heard something like this before too. It was some dude said it as a joke. I'm not going to mention him too. But he said, he said, Selah, he was talking about sex, but he said, Selah was not, ju-. he said, it didn't just only mean pause, think about it. Mm-hmm. He said it was a musical term that meant hold that note. Or, mm-hmm. or keep it where you're at. Keep that energy right there. And he's and he was like, so he was like, it's a climactic thing mm-hmm. in certain aspects. 
So even when you're worshiping, we're worshiping God, we're singing a song, we're worshiping, we don't die down. We dial it up or we hold it where we're at. We'll hold that note. We'll do this. And like think about when people are having sex, they're like, or a dude's like, yeah, right there. Or a girl's like, yeah, right there. That's a, <laughs> it's a sailor moment. It's like, oh, no, nah, this is good. I mean, let's Keep go, it let's right go there. deeper than that. When people are even in porn, they say, oh, God, you have to reference. They do. You have to reference the creator <laughs> no matter what you're doing. They do. It's a reminder of who made it. Even when we're defiling it, it's a reminder of who made it. That's hilarious. Mm. So what happened was I was like, I was like, yo, I was like, is sex worship? Like it it, it was just weird. I was like, it was like a question in my house. Is sex sex worship? So what happened was, I think this was like in 2011, it was this guy named Ah, I forgot his name. But he had a radio station out in Florida. Mm-hmm. And he was talking to this guy. And the guy's name was Dunamis. Mm-hmm. And so, or like Dunamis, like Dunamis Power. His name was Dunamis. Mm-hmm. So, um, the, 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 the host is talking to him. He's like, yeah, I'm getting married. And he's like, ah, yeah, she's going to be ball and chain and da-da-da-da. He's like, bro, he said, I get to worship different than you now. He said, I get to worship mm-hmm. with, with my wife. You got to still raise your hands. Mm-hmm. And I laughed, but I was like, and it was like a half. I was like. Huh, that's interesting. And I didn't think nothing else about it. <laughs> I was mm-hmm. like, he said, I was like, huh, okay. And then when I saw the message or heard the message with Stephen Darby, I was like, oh, snap, bro. But then I started thinking about these stories with these these secret societies. Because mm-hmm. the, the other thing, Shelly, I was like trying to like get signed to a major label. And I was like, I got to a point. I was like, nah, I'll just start my own and figure it out for mm-hmm. you. And so, but um, basically what happened was um, my godbrother, he was like, Gerard, you're really talented. How come no? How come you're not signed? How come is this? I don't know. So I prayed about it. The Lord. And I was, was like, "Well, God, what's really going on?" He said, "I'm trying." <laughs> hey, you took the words out of my mouth because that's exactly what he said. He said, "I'm trying to protect you," and I got hot. I said, "Protect me from what?" And then all of a sudden, I start seeing these videos on YouTube about like, like sexual stuff homosexuality, all this. I was like, Jesus, dude. You know what I'm saying? Because a lot of but times, one thing the- I was noticing... Remember in the Roman days... No, go ahead. Go ahead. There would be wars mm-hmm. and the one who conquered, they would get sodomized and it really had nothing to do with sexual attraction. It had to do with domination. It's just conquering. So, conquering. yes, the yeah. music industry yeah. still does that as a form of, I'm going to make you submit to me, right? Through humiliation. Right. That's exactly right. Men were yeah, never and I've heard created. stuff. Men were only supposed to submit to God. You all are not created to submit to other men. And definitely not women. Right. But what does the music yeah. industry do? Yeah. It poses you to where you have to submit to other men. And that's out of mm-hmm. balance. Because mm-hmm. Yeah, because I heard stories like... like there's like, like, I ain't trying to go to that part because I was trying to get to the part where they're talking about orgies. But one dude was like, he's like, yeah, his, his name is Smart. He's a uh, hip hop mm-hmm. artist called Smart. He's like, some of y'all out there doing some gay stuff, and you gotta sit back and think like, yo, I was, I really did that. He's like, you're not a gay person, but you operate. He's like, they record this stuff mm-hmm. just to hold it. I was like, yo, that's disgusting. I was like, God, you're trying to keep me from that. All that. I was like, that's gross, bro. That's all I thought to myself was like, that's gross. And, not, and even, if, even if it never goes, like that, even if it doesn't go that yeah, far, yeah. you're being protected from compromise, period. Yeah, absolutely. Um, music absolutely. industry contracts are contracts. Contracts have obligations. Obligations come with things mm-hmm. you may not want to do, even if it's not sexual. You know, the, the thing 
I really appreciated uh, this homosexual guy said something about Lil Nas X in social media. He said, mm-hmm. I'm offended. Like, y'all keep talking about, you're assuming everybody in our community likes what he's doing. I'm offended. Like, I'm in a, a monogamous mm. relationship with my partner. Um, we don't do anything that he's doing in his videos. But you all act like mm. we're supposed to clap for that. And that's right. That's starting to irritate me, too, because I'm like, when I saw the first video and I'm like, you really were riding Satan. And I was seeing. Yeah, yo, that was gross. I was seeing prominent names being like, this is his creative cult. Like, I'm not even going to use the names of the people I saw, but I'm like, how are y'all activists and lawyers for the black community? And you claim to be a Christian but you are actually encouraging mm-hmm. him to ride Satan. And then the second video I did not watch. But I Because now the question is, is like, are they really part of the faith? That's, that's, exactly. the, that's the question well, right there. Well, let's, let's go deeper than that. It's, <laughs> e- it's easy for us to say that. You know, mm-hmm. like one of my sayings is sin is whatever you don't do. Well, it's real easy for us to tell somebody okay. that they're you, off you got the because we're not in that area. I think the bigger thing is right. de- deception supposed to deceive you. It's not really they're not believers. It's that mm. they're deceived. What does the Bible tell us? The very elect will be deceived. Will be deceived. So it's You're like right. the it second video when he was dancing naked in the in the in the prison. I said, okay, how are we talking about this is pro homosexual culture? Let's just pause for a minute and think about how we're glorifying prison culture. What is going on? Yeah, because out here. Y- yeah. So the That's where I'm going with that is. This isn't about sexual liberation. This shows again just how much the industry hates black men. Why did the boy have to be in prison Absolutely. to do it? Prison. He could have been out of yeah. field somewhere. You yeah. know what I'm saying? So, so, so not only, oh, not only is he a slave. That's right. Yeah. Not right. only is he a slave because you know if you if you're in prison, you're technically a slave now. One thousand percent. You don't get paid. One thousand percent. And then on top of that. You're gonna get sodomized if you're not 1, instead of like the Warren or the slave owner. You're getting sodomized by other dudes like it's in, 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 in contract we're, slavery. We're back at buck it's buck breaking. Hundred percent. It's gross. metaphorical butt breaking. That's so gross. yes, the Lord yeah, was sparing yeah. you because you don't want to be in a position where you got to yeah. make those kind of decisions. It's easy for us right, to say what we've right. been oh, ever do. Until we're in the position where mm-hmm. we got to choose to do it. We slide all the time. Yeah, and and the stuff we would say we would never do. Mm, I don't want... Yeah. So the Lord was part. like, I don't even want you to have <laughs> the pressure that. to make the decision. I won't even put you in a position to make the decision. Amen. How about that? Amen. Amen. And, no, and, I'm, and I'm glad about that because, like, he was... The guy was telling me, he was like, yo, you got, like, six months. This is before I had got laid off off, off my job. Mm-hmm. So like, you got, like, six months. At least I thought I heard six months. I heard mm-hmm. six. I was like, okay. And then about like maybe like six weeks, I got laid off from my job. But I was like, I need to start my LLC. I need to start my own label. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to ask to get signed to anybody. I'm just going to work on getting these sync licenses, doing my music. Da, da, da. I was like, I'm like, I don't need these labels. I'm like, I just need to invest my own money. Da, 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 and I'm good. But anyways, I don't want to get... That's a whole I rabbit know, hole. We're going to way so, <laughs> so back to back to accountability. Okay. And so, um, I feel like you got why, a question. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm about to ask, I'm about to ask right now. Why is it hard for 
You know what? You know what? I'm going to dog on it. You just want to say, why is it hard for women why to take see- accountability? Is that what you're going to say? Yes. Okay. <laughs> well, yeah. But, but, no, but, but, but hold up, but hold up. Let's backtrack. But why is it that for men, it's easier to hold us accountable, even though some men just, they just choose not, like, every man, whether he's accountable or not, somebody is holding him accountable. Like, he's not saying, oh, I'm going to do it. But somebody mm-hmm. is telling him whether he a good dude, horrible dude, trash dude, whatever. Somebody is like, hey, yo. You need to treat this person right. Somebody always on his head. Either he going to take heed to it or not. I don't really see it that much with women. And if I do, all of a sudden, those women are getting attacked for having common sense. They'd be like, hey, yo, you need to fix this. Correct that. Who so you think have, you are? Oh, you're a pick. I'm like, I why? I have a spiritual answer and then I have a worldly answer. You want both? Yes, ma'am. Please. And okay. Thank you. Let's do world first and spiritual second. Because spiritual is kind of deep. Okay. If we're going to do it from okay, the worldly it. standpoint, one of the worst things to ever happen, I'm very pro-black. You know, like we love everybody, but I'm a mm. black woman. Mm. So I'm going to speak more specifically to, to, to blackness. One of the worst things mm. ever happened mm. to the black community was white feminism. White feminism told us say we it, don't need men. How do you not mm-hmm. need men? So let, let's look at, for example, white feminine white feminism platformed abortion i've already shared i've had four Mm. let's let's start there how is it my body my choice when a part of you is in me how does a man have no say in you terminating our baby that we made feminism told that i tell black women a lot of the times Mm. the very white women that'll tell you you don't need a man is screwing your man these white women love them some black men but we'll tell black women do. you don't need a black man. So that's the worldly yeah. part of it. We don't hold ourselves accountable wow. because feminism has told us we don't need to. That's demonic. Everybody needs to hold themselves so, accountable. So basically the government, because from what 1, I was reading, like that was created by like the CIA. So that's the government. This, oh, the man, spiritual gross. standpoint is a little deep. Okay. Okay. Genesis 2.18 defines women as helpers. Yeah. All right. Mm-hmm. John 16.24, if you look at the classic amplified version, it defines the Holy Spirit as a helper. How does the Holy, Holy Indi- Spirit uh, uh, How does the Holy Spirit roll with us? He'll, he'll say, you know, you might not want to do that. Or did you think about reading mm-hmm. today? Or how about we try mm-hmm. this? But what he does not do is force himself on us at all. He's our accountability he does partner. Not. All right. So we do know in Genesis oh. that the Lord said, let us make man and woman in our image. We also know the Bible says, mm-hmm. I think it's John 7:24, God is a spirit. God isn't. God is a male um, authority pronoun because he's authority. But I believe Mm -hmm. the feminine part of the Godhead is the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit is how Mm, women are supposed to learn how to be a wife. We're supposed to hold our partner accountable as they lead us. So two points. If we're told to be helpers... We're going to help regardless. I tell men that are dating all the time, we're going to help you to heaven, we're going to help you to hell, but we're going to help. That's what we're here to do. Yeah, they're going to help. Okay. I I can attest. 
if we're also if, if you if you as the man represents the god part like the adonai of the godhead mm-hmm. christ is our redeemer he's he's what makes redemption mm-hmm. possible and then the holy spirit represents right. the female part of the godhead well if we're what's helping helping mm-hmm. our husband to say baby you might want to rethink this baby you might want to try this then wouldn't the accountable person be defiled by Satan? So I got that a question. Would, okay. You did something interesting. I don't know if the listeners are paying attention to that. Your tone when you presented that, I believe that plays a huge part as a helper. Hmm. Your tone. Nice. That's something. I mean, that's something I noticed. I'm like, and and, and I and I, I don't want to like take you off your off your off your train of thought. But I'm like, yo. First, you were instructing and educating, but then when you were quote unquote like reenacting how the Holy Spirit will speak to us, your tone it's shifted. Pro- that's profound. Like, that's let me give, let me give you advice. That's deserving. Yeah, like, let me give you, you some what? advice. There, like, science tells us that actually our voices get on y'all's nerves. Like that's science. You don't like high pitch frequency. You don't do well with it. Men like deeper tone voices. So that's why when guys sit at a bar and have a conversation, very rarely will you watch guys talk and be like, what you say? Repeat that. But when girls are talking, especially mm-hmm. when we're mad, you're like, huh? And we're getting pissed because we feel like you don't listen to us. And we're like, no, I literally <laughs> can't understand what you're saying. Your frequency Yo. gets on my nerves. <laughs> So that was very insightful what you said, 1,000%. But if we were created to be the helper and the accountability partner, then Mm -hmm. Satan, the way Satan defiles help is to manipulate. If a woman's not helping under God, she's manipulating under Satan. If a woman is not being accountable with the Holy Spirit, she's going to buck against accountability. So this is why mm-hmm. in the spiritual realm, women struggle with holding themselves accountable. They're warring within themselves. Now we're in Ephesians 6. We wrestle not against flesh oh. and blood. That's spiritual war. Come on. So that's why yeah. women don't like to hold themselves accountable. Now in a marital sense, I think we struggle with accountability because we don't often pick our friend or our purpose partner, right? Like a man should pick a Mm -hmm. woman who can help elevate his purpose. That's a big part of why we're here to help you go forward Mm -hmm. in your purpose. Women need to pick someone they can trust to cover them. If I don't trust you, Uh, I don't trust you to hold me accountable. So you look at all. So what does that look like? Well, what? What? Trust and accountability. Okay, no, I'll give you a good example. Cover somebody, like, I'll give you a good example. Okay. One of my favorite couples, I'll leave their names out, but they've been married almost 20 years. He's a musician too. Mm-hmm. I have a lot of musicians in my life. Lord. Um, but I'm seeing that now. Whenever he's financially stressed out, they have four kids. Um, she says, I will mm-hmm. give you sex or prayer. I'm not gonna sit up here all night worrying with you about this bill. That's your job. My job is to be supportive. She said that? Yeah, so she said, we can pray together or you can get some. I'm going to bed. You know why she can say that? Because she trusts him. Boy, I just took my glasses off. Instead of why, what what, what, what do we tend to do? You know, Proverbs 21.9, better to live on a roof than what a woman that's nagging you. What do we think we need to do? Amen. 
Don't nobody want to hear that. No, no. And you're yeah. not helping him. So what Don't does it look like? What does it look like to be covered? This this is what's interesting. Satan has really done nothing new since the Garden of Eden. What happened in the Garden of Eden? Mm-hmm. This is the order of the Garden of Eden. Oh. Oh. The okay. Lord gave Adam a relationship with him. The Lord gave Adam yeah. a job. This is something that really mm-hmm. gets on my mm-hmm. nerve. Okay? This is also some red pill stuff. It actually great. I like you. Yeah, I gotta have you as a guest again. This, I gotta it have actually you on as a guest again. My nerves when women and men say men are hunters. Adam was not a hunter. Adam was a gardener. Gardeners cultivate. They do not hunt. <laughs> so a man you needs to pr- a man needs to pursue you because he's a hunter. Adam pursued nothing. Adam was asleep. God brought his wife he was. to him. While he was in a state of rest in the Lord, that's how it's supposed to go. And then, so where do we get all this stuff from? Well, well, if we're looking at it from a spiritual standpoint, we manipulated Proverbs when Solomon said, "He who finds a wife finds a good thing." Right? Here's the, the thing about fine, though. Yeah. I'm very word specific. You can go looking mm-hmm. for five dollars under your bed and find a tube of lipstick. You aren't pursuing it, but you found it. So it does not mean you got to kill yourself. Here's the point of that. God knew what he was doing. If I bring you your wife, you have to honor me and praise me for her. If you do the work, you think she's an acquisition and your ego gets involved. Then you become a tyrant, which makes it hard for her to submit to you, which breaks up trust. But if both of you are like, God did this then you can be like, this is my helpmate from God. And she can be like, of course I can trust you to lead. I heard a couple say, uh, Chris and Corinne Jackson, they live here in Nashville. She's, his wife is Jamaican. Mm-hmm. So she said, what's the problem okay. with submission? All it is is he has a plan and you get under the plan. What's the problem? She's exactly right. She's exactly you right. Think- you don't lack power. It you're directing your so power. Simple. All you're doing is directing your power. You didn't lose it. Especially if you got a good husband. He likes your you power. You didn't lose it. We're just directing you didn't it, lose it on the same path. <sighs> so if a man Lord, is Lord, providing Lord. and protecting part you, two of this. that's what covering is. If he's providing and protecting you and he trusts you to be his helper, divine helper, Cause mm-hmm. not, not a good wife, nothing is like a good wife. Nothing is like it's like this, this another proverb. What is it? An excellent wife is the crown mm-hmm. of her husband's head. Yes. yes. Nothing yes. beats a wonderful wife. Nothing's worse. No. What's other proverbs? A bad wife will tear her house down with her own hands. She sure will. Yep. Sure will. And she's like. She rots. She's like rotting to your. Look, I forgot. I'm. I'm not quoting it right, but it's like rotting to your bones, to your marrow. Something like to that. The something of you? that women. Back to <laughs> accountability. Something women don't even want to hear. And I say it often. The Bible warns men about women way more than it warns women about men. It does. And that uh, speaks to the power. In the book of Proverbs by itself. 100%. And that speaks to the power of a woman. A lot of times women get triggered when they hear that. And I'm like, no, that shows you how powerful you are. If you can tear down a whole empire because of what you got as a woman, that's power. 
Respect your power. Queen Vashti and Xerxes. Yeah. Queen Vashti and Xerxes. Yeah. They talked. It said that in the Book of Ruth, they're like, "Hey, what? nah, bro, you gonna have to write. You gonna have to like divorce her," because they were thinking other women are gonna see that, and even from a husband that's a what? peasant, his wife gonna be like that. So if they were to go to war, these men weren't gonna be able to focus on protecting the country. That's right. Because their wife's tripping. And you just they gave a look, great uh, example because the flip, uh, the flip side of that is through femininity, Hadassah saved her own people. She was still powerful, but she used feminine she sure power was. and saved everybody. Oh, man. Man, yeah. She sure did. So they that's, don't, don't want to talk about this stuff in church. But you know what's interesting though? The church doesn't know a lot of this stuff. What's that? I, I told a, a, a and that's a doggone shame. I told a co-pastor of a, a particular church here. I said, "You know what's wrong with the church?" Hmm. So Ephesians tells us, "Love your wife <laughs> as Christ loved the church." Right? That the bride of Christ is the church. I said the problem is the church is mm-hmm. raising the church. Christ isn't raising the church. It's a single parent raising the church. If Christ was raising the church, we'd know a lot more. But we've got man raising the church. So so that's the reason why we see a lot of women running church. Men don't want to come to church. Alpha men, they don't mm. want to be in church. Why? Because you got a whole woman trying to tell mm. a man how to be a man. Men don't want to hear that. Yeah, yeah. 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 Matter that's of fact, ex- I had a homeboy. Oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, I just will say it's exhausting. Yeah, there's nothing like watching a man preach a sermon and here come a woman right behind him telling him that she need to pray to, to cover his what he said. What? I ain't never heard of that. There's so many women now in the pulpit. And that doesn't mean, look, the Bible had female disciples, female prophets, female judges. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There are places yep. we belong, but we're talking too much. It kind of takes, look, this is going to make some women mad. I don't care. It takes us back to when Paul said some women need Uh-oh. to be quiet in the church. And it wasn't being misogynistic. It was because the women at that mm-hmm. time were funding the temple and they felt like because they funded the temple, they should have more say so. Now we're back there. Women are still back funding the temples because who goes to church more? Women, right? So who's paying most of the tithe? Women. women. So now women are feeling women. like men shut up. We got this. Feminism has overtaken the church too. Wow, and we ain't even catching it. We're not even catching, We're not catching it. it. And so a lot of black men are leaving the church in droves because they're like, I'm not. I'm hearing my wife talk too much at home. Why well, I want to come to church and hear another woman talk too much? So let me ask you a question. Okay. I can I can lean on this all day. Me and my homeboy were talking about this earlier today, and but we got to keep it short because okay, I got to get ready to cut out of here. So, man, no, I need a part two with you, Shelly. We'll okay, get that scheduled okay. offline. <laughs> I need a part two with you because this is good. So, you know what? No, we're going to lean on this. We'll, we'll talk about men in another episode. Okay. We get enough of that. I, I want to lean in on this. And I don't want people that are listening. I want y'all to, I want y'all to understand that I don't hate women. I love women. Right? I love women. My I mean, wife you got a whole wife and a dog. My wife could have been... Uh, yeah, yeah, exactly. So I'm like, uh, right? But people think that. So my homeboy hit me up. And, you know, him and I, we will talk about relationships, you know what I'm saying, relational things. And uh, I don't think my homegirl will ever see this. But this is really sad, Shelly. On one side, I chuckled. 
on the other side, on the inside, like I chuckled and then I cried at the same time inwardly. Okay. I was like, what the heck is going on? So I got a homegirl, beautiful girl, beautiful girl. Um, She's black and Puerto Rican, right? I, whatever. Beautiful girl. Beautiful spirit. She's a nice person. Mm-hmm. Really sedity, like she's like like high maintenance, but she's a nice person. That's my friend. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Nice person. She came to my wedding, all that good stuff. You know what I'm saying? She was there when I was dealing with something with this. I'm like, sis, I got stories. She was around. She was. She is literally my friend. But um, she's a lesbian now, and okay. I was like, whoa, what happened? Mm-hmm. And so one side of me was like, I, I was sad, but on the other side, I chuckled. I was like. Oh, you were bypassing some good dudes. Mm-hmm. That's all I can say. I said you were bypassing some really good dudes because you had a particular type. And what I told my homeboy was like, I was like, just cause you settle for a dusty nigga don't mean that he gonna be humble neither. <laughs> 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 it don't mean none of that. I said a, 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 a clean cut dude don't mean that he gonna do you right, and a dusty dude don't mean he gonna do you right neither. You mm-hmm. need to be looking at character too. And so, but, um, like, I never was going to pull up on her. She's pretty. I told myself, I was like, nah, I ain't going to pull up. And I didn't. And I made that known. So I was always, like, a big brother to her. I always try to be, like, a friend, somebody to give her advice as a man. Like, hey, this is how we think. This is what you should be looking for. If you're trying to understand some things, ask questions, da-da-da-da, I'm here. And so one time we went somewhere. I think we were at, like, this store called H-E-B here in Texas. And so... I'll, I'll like we'll like I'll pay for something. Sometimes she'll pay something. Mm-hmm. This is before I got married. You know what I'm saying? I'll get her something. She'll get me something. We were we were literally friends. That was it. Never like try to like push the bar. None of that. Right? That's rare for me to have like a female friend like that. So like so she's legitimately my friend. And so she looked at me and she said, Well, I don't know how she looked at me. My homeboy said otherwise. But I was like, nah, she don't mm-hmm. like me, bro. Leave it alone. But but uh she said, Gerard. She said, I wish I could put you inside of a tall, dark skinned, bald headed dude. And I was like, oh, thanks. Uh-huh. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But but it told me, it told me then it was like, yo, you will, y'all jokers will buy, not all of y'all, but some of y'all will bypass good dudes because he doesn't fit your preference. I mean, aren't y'all? But then the same you're way? dealing with these. Yeah, no, no, no. Don't get me wrong. We are. I'm no, no, no. We are. You, we are. You, we are. Don't, you don't have to disclaim okay. anything. I can handle these conversations, but but okay. I do think okay, cool. both sides are shallow. Oh yeah. yeah okay. Yeah, okay. Yeah. okay. All right. Boy, okay. look, no, because I'm like, I got stories. There's some chicks I dated. It was like, bro, you dated like my my wife looked at me like. Oh, you just like anybody. And I was like, no, nah, I was trying to look. For, I was like, no, I was looking for character, man. I was like, if, if you were cute, weren't cute. If you were heavy set, not heavy set. I was like, I was looking for character. Like well, that was I mean, something that was really physical, important to me. Like that physical attraction. Okay, I'm gonna let you finish your point because I was gonna say physical attraction. Okay, yeah, relevant though because we gotta have. Oh, sex. No, 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 no. It's still I relevant. Gotta, I gotta want you. Okay, go yeah, ahead. Yeah, no. Yeah, no, no, I agree. No, it's still relevant, but I got to a point where I was like, man, bro, does it matter? <laughs> I was like, you cute and you still horrible. And they're like, oh, well, you ain't cute and you have the audacity. So it was, <laughs> it was. <laughs> I think on. some, I think sometimes from, from a woman perspective. So I'll use this one person by, for example, let's call her Katie. She's a real person, but okay. let's just call her Katie. Katie mm-hmm. was cute. 
Now, her body was dope. Her mm-hmm. face was, yeah, you know, eh. mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. She was always pursuing, in her mind, who she thought the fine men were. They, you know, and mm. beauty really is an eye of the beholder because I was looking at these dudes like they're all right, but in her mind, they were quintessentially fine. Katie has yeah. always yeah. wanted to be married. Katie's still not married. Mm-hmm. Katie's like 55 now because she's still caught up in these fine quote unquote people. Well, I introduced her to one of my friends. Oh, man. He's not unattractive. Yeah. In his mind, he's fine. He's a noob. Mm-hmm. You know, all noobs think they're fine. Kappas. Um, oh, okay. But he's shorter. Oh, yeah, they do. Yeah, they do. He's shorter. You know, he's thinner. He dresses great. Mm-hmm. But he's not quintessentially okay. fine. They dated for a while. Great chemistry. Long story short, she was like, I deserve, this was a quote, I deserve somebody better looking. Fast forward, you know, 10, 15 years later, he's married with four kids. She's still single, chasing after quintessentially fine. And what I've realized, (laughs) what I've realized though, is a lot of times when we're not at peace with our own beauty, we need someone to supersede our beauty to validate our own beauty. We got the fine wow. guy, so we too must be fine. People who naturally think they're attractive, they kind of have a different perspective. Like, let me bring you along. Like, I'm an A, you're a C. I'll bring you up and we'll be a B together. But people with low self-esteem right. will say, well, let me go look for an Idris Elba because that will validate my work and my beauty. Because they're trying to prove their point to other people. They're trying to prove to other people that they can land land that kind of person. But I tell people often, (sighs) I had many fine men, they about took my uterus out, literally and figuratively. You know what I'm saying? All my baby's daddies were fine. Mm -hmm. They all have kids and I have none. So it's like there is something to be said for physical attraction. But if it wars over you, it shows how, how insecure you actually are. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I so, like tall men. Here's my very thing. Very much so, but only 15% of American men yeah. are over six feet. So if you've declared, I want I'm a not. man over six feet, then you've also said you're weighing out 85% of other men. Exactly. And this happened to two of my homegirls. They're both singers. And so one chick, she met a dude. I was telling my homeboy about all of this. I was like, this doesn't make any sense. Why would you do that? And then just be like, oh, I'm going to be gay. And it was like, that, mm. what? So mm-hmm. that's the part that was that threw me off. And so with the other chick, it was the same thing. Like like my homegirl, she was like dating one dude. I was like, I didn't like him when she first told me. I was like, I don't know about this cat. And it wasn't me hating. I was like, something you ain't right about this flag. dude. She told me yeah. about another guy. I was like, yeah, I was like, eh, I don't know about this cat. But this other dude, he was the dusty dude. I was like, <laughs> I don't know about this dude neither. I was like, I was like, I don't know about this dude. But what's weird is that I gave her a word of advice, like when she was like single, and she gave me the most ugliest look. I said, God, please don't have me do this again. You know what I'm saying? Cause I was like, look, mm-hmm. sis, da da da. I only remember everything that I said, but I knew it was the Holy Spirit. And I was like, sis, da 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 da. And she gave me the most ugly she never looked at me like that in her mm-hmm. life she's never looked at me the way she looked at me that day like it was in utter disgust like don't tell me that and well, I that, like, that takes us back to accountability again. if we're if we were yeah. created divinely to help other people we have to humble ourselves to receive help 
We yeah. were made yeah. to help you. Yeah. So when someone's saying, no, you, you need to check yourself. We're like, I'm the helper. What, what you trying to help? I'm the yeah. helper. And that's where pride becomes <laughs> dangerous. Um, you know what? And, and I'm glad that you said that. Even submission is taught very poorly. Like there's submission is mm. a consequence of sin for sure. Adam and Eve in the garden. And I don't even call that. that look, this is another Excuse conversation me. too. Her name was the woman in the garden. She's Eve after sin. That's what's wrong with a lot of y'all. Y'all pick Eve and not the woman. But that's another conversation. For oh. Another day. Um, oh, yeah. We got to have a part two. Oh, but wow. Yeah, they, we were all in, they were all in one accord before sin. There was no need for anybody to submit. Everybody knew their lane. Adam knew his lane with God. Everybody knew that. The woman knew her lane with Adam. Who's submitting? We're all in agreement. Like like God, right. Christ, and Holy Spirit. There is a hierarchy for mm -hmm. sure. The Father definitely comes first. Yeah. But everybody's in agreement. And the, and what does it say? First John 5, 8, they're in a covenant. Marriage is supposed to reflect the mm -hmm. Godhead. It's supposed to show other people yeah. how the Godhead works. Separate but equal, too. You know, mm. Christ was here. God was in heaven, but they were still in one accord. Your wife could be in California. Yeah. You're in New York, and y'all are still in one accord. That's how covenant's supposed to look. By far. Wow. And that, that, instantly made me, that instantly made me think of Proverbs 31, where he's talking about, like, how her his wife would make him look good. The mom said that. Basically, like, she out in these streets, here's but... The thing about like, that. Oh, that's so-and-so... Women get real triggered about Proverbs 31, so let's get free with that too. I don't here here yeah. here let's get free. Do you know that that was Sarah's eulogy? Abraham wrote that for Sarah. This is why I'm big on Hebrew culture. The only thing Judaism wait a minute. The only hold thing on, wait, 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 wait. Flag hold on, wait, 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 time out. Flag on the play. Flag on the play. You mean to tell me? Now we understood. Wait a minute. Now I gotta go and restudy that. Cause first I was like, I'm gonna let you. I'm gonna let you get your. I'm gonna let you get your point off. <laughs> I'm like, hold up. <laughs> you just taught me something. I'm like, hold on, wait. Cause when I first read it, it was like, okay, this dude is just recalling a conversation with him and his mother. But you're telling. You're telling me that this woman Solomon, was citing something in breath. Uh huh. So so the reason why I'm sharing it. That's why Hebrew culture is so rich. I get why Jews are still waiting for Christ to come. They got so much right. They got one major thing wrong, right? They think the second coming will be the first mm. coming. But so much about their culture I've is heard. dead spot on. And Christianity mm. does so little of their culture. But that's another conversation too. Okay, so there's no reason yeah. for women to be triggered once they know it's a eulogy she wasn't doing all of that every day mm -hmm. those things happened over the course of her lifetime everybody calm down that's what a eulogy mm -hmm. is we talk about what people did over their lifetime so it is mm -hmm. a consequence of sin for sure because it does say in generations three i mean uh, genesis three you will desire your husband he'll rule over you but when you look yeah, at it sure does but if you're looking at it again from a red pill perspective when God oh, told Adam, do not eat of the fruit, you will surely die. It even This even tickles mm -hmm. me, Drive. Remember when they got caught? And here goes the woman. He said, don't, do, no, when the woman was talking to the serpent, she said, he said, don't even look at it. Don't even, 
No, he said, yeah. if you eat of it, you'll die. Here you go adding yeah. on more words. And we still yeah. have on more words. Yeah. All right. <laughs> oh, you were man. supposed to stay with your husband. I don't think they were as far apart as people think. The the serpent is I don't a, think so. The serpent's a seducer. So, so we act like this all happened mm-hmm. in one day. I think one day she walked past the tree and she saw some move. She saw the, the leaves rustle. And then she walked past and she thought, did mm-hmm. I hear something? And then she walked past, she saw an eye. Mm. She got seduced into the tree. And for all we know, Adam was, was only a few feet away, minding his business, trusting that his wife would do what he told his wife, the Lord does said. I read a book that said of the Allure mm. Hope, and there was an excerpt in it, and it said, she thought she knew better than God. It makes sense since we were yeah. the it makes sense because we were the helper, right? It wasn't malicious, yeah. but it was okay. But if this is gonna make us as wise as God, I'm here to help my husband. I'm gonna, I'm gonna take that risk. So here comes the red pill about submission. Submission wow. is when you decided that you knew better than God. Trust was broken. It was. It's ultimately Adam's fault that they were driven from the garden because Adam should not have submitted to yeah. her. However, what would, mm. what would restore the trust? You go back submitting to your husband so trust can be restored between man and woman. That's what submission's about. Trust him enough that he knows what God told him. That restores trust. And then you relax and mm. not figure that you have to do everything like your mother Eve did. And that restores trust for you. Submission's dope. Huh. All it is is bringing Yo. trust back into the relationship. Who's teaching that? Oh, man, this is good stuff. Nobody. Nobody. <laughs> so Just women are nobody. like, I'm not going to have a husband rule over me. A good husband's not trying to rule over you. A good husband's supposed to be accountable, None. responsible for you. That's it. And why do you want to be exactly. accountable and responsible exactly. anyway? He's going to have a conversation with God that you don't even want to have. God's going to ask you to ride where your right. wife and daughter are. He's not gonna ask your wife that. Why would she want to answer that question? That's a lot of work. Girl, That's a lot relax. of work. I wish but somebody okay. would do a sermon just called "Relax" to women. Relax. You're taking on work that you don't even <laughs> have to work on. You you worried about stuff that ain't even your problem. Calm down. Right. Exactly. Exactly. Shelly, um, this was good. We're we're definitely. Oh yeah. I'm going to talk to you offline, but we're going to do... Uh, well, excuse me. I would like... <laughs> I heard you not like be honored to. And, and we'll pick it back up. We'll pick it back okay. up all the time. Yeah, cool. I, I would love to because I'm like, this is this is good. This is good. And I try to keep it no more than an hour. Oh, boy, i tell you what. <laughs> I got... I got... I got questions. So I'm going to talk just, about um, men things, too. On my so, end, I'll just leave it um, at Just this. from... Um, okay. I'll just leave it here on the accountability standpoint. Humility mm-hmm. has no problem with accountability. That's it. Wow. That's it. And humility wow. is powerful. I mean, Luke says he exalts who's humble. You know, you, you get demoted mm-hmm. when you're not humble. Humility is a powerful thing. It just means you're teachable. It just means you're listen. That's it. Teachable people are humble. And then the more you learn, the more you elevate, right? We've got to learn how we package things. 
people have a hard time receiving mm. things because they're packaged poorly. But we're at a point now where we, wow. women freak out about accountability because they feel like it's another form of being ruled over, told about themselves. You get, it's not even just your husband, your brother, your father, yeah. your male friends. When they really love you, really love you, they only want what's best for you. Mm-hmm. I had a male yeah. friend, this is hilarious. Um, mm. He's also a musician, my whole world. He said to me one day, look here, he's been married almost 30 years. Really just my friend, but oh, wow. but it's raw in his delivery. He said, you can pick the lipstick or these t-shirts. You can't do both. I'm heavy chested. He said, you can't do both because we ain't listen to a damn word you saying with all them breasts and all that lipstick. <laughs> I got offended at first, right? I'm like, I'm a man, I can do what I want. And he was like, Shelly, I got a wife. I'm not sure, ain't nobody worried about trying to do nothing with you. I'm looking out for you. When you walk in my studio, mm-hmm. men are not listening to you because you got too much going on. My ego mm. said, I'm going to wear the lipstick if I want to. Humility says, this man loves me. He's looking out. Wow. That's where we're we at. We need to have more conversations like that. I think that would play a part in helping women find good, you know what I'm saying? And, and, and argumentatively, I would say it would help men be confident. Like, okay, I can find a woman that's not on this. I don't have 100%. to. One hundred. All right, guys. Thank you so much for checking out. This is this podcast was loaded with all types of wisdom. Take some notes. I'm not even joking. Take some notes. But uh, this is uh, episode 57 of the Supposed to Be Different podcast. Um, accountability is like kryptonite uh, featuring Shelly R. Warren. My God, sis, I, oh man. Yeah. We, I, I got to schedule another part. I got to schedule part two with you. I, I got to. I honored. So. But yeah, guys, thank you so much. And uh, we'll see you guys later. I get to take a couple sips, make me high like a mountain.